It's time to be a boss. Have a vision, a passion, and a drive. The Beauty Boss Show. With Brenda Oliveras. Don't let fear interfere. Live from the ACU of Texas Studios. You're going to give it all that you have. It's the Beauty Boss. Everything that's inside of you, you're going to give it all. Here's your host. No matter what. Brenda Oliveras. Good morning. Good morning. Hashtag Motivational Monday. You are listening and tuning in to the Beauty Ball Show. And as y'all know, this month is a very special month. It is Domestic Abuse Awareness Month. Now, many of you either have share your own personal story or you might have a close family member or close friend that you know that have been in these situations and have your own story to share. Um, today, I have a very special guest here um, with me in the studio, and I'd like to introduce her from Bay Area Turning Point, Miss Sybil. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for being my guest today. I'm so excited. Um, I got to learn about Bay Area Turning Point, which is a great facility um, that give women and men that I just learned um, hope and inspiration for a new beginning and somewhere to go, not just a roof over their head, but something that is much more meaningful as what you have, you guys have to offer. Um, I got to attend the breakfast this past week, and I was thoroughly amazed with all the information that I had gotten. I mean, I walked out with um, a pocket full of gems, for sure. Awesome. And, um, you know, many do are not aware that um, a lot of my listeners and a lot of my uh, fan base know that I suffer anxiety, depression. But where did that anxiety and depression start from? And a lot of, there's usually, um, most of the time it comes from, um, you know, a chemical imbalance. Everyone knows that. But there's also something behind it that definitely kind of, you know, throws it into it. <laughs> um, but um, so... Today is about to get real, very real. If you don't know the real Brenda Oliveras, today is all about that um, because this is the different side of what brought out my anxiety and depression and what I battled with that for so many years. Um, Domestic abuse is real. It's real. It's real. And, you know, there were, for so many years, I was in uh, relationships that I didn't realize that I was actually being abused. Um, I would just say to myself, oh, that's just the way they are. Um, They're going to change. You know, I'm here to help them. I can help change him. I can make him a better man. Um, But that's not the case. It's not the case. It's not the case. So I want to, like, get into it because, you know, years going past, um, learning more about this and learning more myself as um, as I get older, I get mature, I get more <laughs> wise, um, that I started learning that there are several types of abuse. It's not just a black eye. It's not just a bloody nose. It's not just having to run to Ulta and get cover blend makeup, you know, when I'm coming back from a vacation. It's not just about that. There's a lot more that goes into that. So let's talk about the types of abuse. And with going through all of that, um, I've, I, and doing all my research, we have emotional abuse, mm-hmm. physical abuse, financial abuse, mm-hmm. which is one that not a lot of people think of, right. um, spiritual abuse, and sexual abuse. So 
Let's let's talk about this, Sybil. Well, let's dive into that. Let's dive into it. So domestic violence. First, let's talk about what that's about. Yes. Power and control. Mm. Gaining power and control over the other person. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's different tactics or different means on how a person does that. So emotional abuse. Can't really see it. Mm -hmm. Most Mm -hmm. people don't know. Mm -hmm. It's done behind closed doors. And oftentimes people are suffering and no one has a clue. So emotional abuse and what that looks like. You know, if you have someone who says, I love you the most, I'm here to the end. And they're the person who's saying to you, you're fat, Mm. you're lazy. No one wants you. If you leave me, all of those things, Mm. eventually that's going to impact you, right? Your self-esteem, your self-worth, your self-value. The person who, who says they love you the most, that's the person that's doing that to you. So how does that impact you? Mm-hmm. It impacts you emotionally. It leaves scars. And so when you mention the panic attacks mm-hmm. and the anxiety, that's related to crisis and trauma, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out how do I get past those things? And right. oftentimes we minimize the emotional abuse. We put that to the side. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that we feel like are going to go away. But mm-hmm. most of us as adults, we're working really, really hard to get over what happened to us in our childhood yes right spending most of our adulthood trying to get over what happened to us in our childhood because a great percentage of us were abused as children Mm -hmm. and we grow up and we know that we live that it's familiar to us would you say that um people who are the abuser the emotionally abuser is it a learned behavior it's a learned behavior You know, most people believe that abusers can't control their anger. Well, they're going to work every day. Mm. They're not beating up the co-workers. Mm. They're not cussing out the boss. So can they really control their anger? Or does it mean that this person is an easy target? I have control. I have power here. And so I can use it as I will to get my agenda accomplished or what I want done. And so when you look at emotional abuse, most of us minimize that. Right. Pick yourself up, girl. You can get over this. Move on. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. so what? He called you fat. You know, you're not fat. Mm. But if you hear it every day, day in, day out, at some point, it is going to impact how you see yourself. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What's the average um, once a woman or man gets out of the situation of emotional abuse? How long would you say is the turnaround for them to make a step forward from scars from emotional abuse? So I think it's individualized. Mm-hmm. Each person and their healing and recovery process is individualized. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that most people don't deal with those issues. They move on. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we offer at Bay Area Turning Point in hopes of healing and restoration is, is therapy and counseling. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of cultures that say, you don't go to a counselor. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> only the crazy people go to counselors. Yeah. Right? And so there's stigma in going to counseling. Yeah. And so oftentimes people don't reach out to go into counseling. But we want you to know that counseling is is an important piece of the healing and recovery process. Mm-hmm. So we want people to be able to reach out and have a safe place to talk about their secrets, their hurts, their pains, and come up with ways on how they can overcome those things. Wow. Wow. Um, personal story, you know, I, when people used to tell me how pretty I was, um, I used to like always see myself and be like, what are they talking about? What are they seeing? Mm-hmm. You know, and I would just always go, what? Huh? What do you mean? 
And my mom had to teach me how to just say thank you, simply say thank you. But there was so much hurt in there. Um, I, you know, was in a relationship that it was where um, I, I have to watch porn in order to be with you. I can't do that with, and, and just be with you because look, at, look, at, look in the mirror. That was very hurtful. And so for years it was like, am I supposed to look like this? Right. Is that what's going to attract and make a man look at me as if, you know, I'm dressed a certain way or I lose weight or I do this? And that's not – that wasn't really the case. It was, like you said, control. Mm-hmm. It was all about control. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there's many more stories of how emotional abuse takes place, you know, that people don't realize that right. those little things are the tidbits um, – uh, when it comes to emotional abuse. Right. Um, it's not only women either. Right. You mentioned right before we started to show uh, that barrier turning point is also there for men as well. Um, there are women that are abusees also. You Correct. know, they are, they are the abuser. Um, and the men are the ones that suffer as well. How, right. You know, how often does that happen? And, ha- and, and for a man, because you think a man has a certain, you know, image that he has to uphold, right? Mm-hmm. So how does he, you know, fight against that with being, he's got to be a man, you know? Right. So that's got to be hard. So statistics are, are as good as the reporters, right? Mm-hmm. And so in order for me to gather statistics people have to report. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes men don't report because there is a stigma in being weak Mm -hmm. as a man. And, you know, imagine being a man and having to tell the police that your wife just called you ugly names, Mm -hmm. right? What what can you imagine the response from the police officer might be? Yeah. Right. When you think about a man who is, you know, stronger, oftentimes bolder mm-hmm. and can have that power and control how 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 is it that a man is abused mm-hmm. by a woman and so abuse comes in different forms and different oh, fashions yeah. Oh, yeah. we were working with a young man who was coming into our program and i had the opportunity to sit and hear his story and so i remember this one story and it's i visualize it when i talk about it he said that his wife was abusing him and he hurt his back on the job and she was his caretaker and in the morning she'd come in grab his ankles and snatch him off the bed to where he'd re-injure his back so this is the person who's his caretaker right but we don't believe men can be abused he also said that there were times that he'd go to lunch and with his co-workers and she'd show up and embarrass him by screaming and yelling and cussing and throwing things Right. And so but we say men can't be abused. And this the age old question is, why does she stay? Well, he answered this for us. Why did he stay? He stayed because he didn't want to leave the children there. But he also knew the children wouldn't leave with him because they wanted to be with their mom. But he was so afraid to leave because he thought the abuse then would turn to the children if he wasn't in the home. Oh, wow. Wow. So he took it. He, He took it. Wow. And, and that is the face of a man and a woman. Oftentimes, we decide what we're going to take to protect others. Mm. 
And wow. that includes protecting our mate's image. Yeah. Right? Right. Imagine being married to someone who's um, a politician or who's seen as a celebrity or who's doing great things in the community. Who's going to believe you? Yeah. Who's yeah. going to hear what you have to say when the person that they know is so different Yeah. in public? Wow. Wow. That's good stuff. Because, I mean, it, it's so true. It's so true. Right. So any of us can be a victim. There's not a certain person that has a look or a certain gender or a certain any of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how much more often is emotional abuse more common than physical abuse? So what we do know is that emotional abuse oftentimes is in the beginning. It's those red flags that we ignore, mm. right? Um, it's the things that we minimize. Yeah. You know, oh, he didn't really mean that. Mm. That's just the yeah, way he is. And maybe I'm being too emotional or maybe I'm not just seeing things as they are. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes when we're dating, we make excuses for what we think we see mm-hmm. or what we know we see. Mm-hmm. Right. And so my pastor has told me that when you're dating, you should have your eyes wide open. Yep. And really looking at what you see in front of you and not make excuses for that and deal with that head on. Have yeah. conversations. Yeah. Right. Have conversations about what you think you see or what you know you see. And so that's important in the beginning of relationships because if it's not abuse or it's not what that person means, then they can clarify and help you understand that that's not what that, the intent was. But oftentimes there's red flags in the beginning. Oh, wow. And it escalates. We, we talk about the honeymoon phase. Um, in the honeymoon phase, in the first phase, there's the tension building. Mm-hmm. It's when everyone's walking around on eggshells. We know what's going to happen. We know something's coming. I want to do everything perfect to make sure that, you know, nothing happens. And so I'm doing everything I can to make things right. But the tension is there. Mm-hmm. That's when the name calling and that's when the verbal abuse and the emotional abuse is happening. Um, and then the second phase is the actual battering phase. That's when the kicking, the punching, the slapping, um, those physical attacks happen. Mm -hmm. And it is the most dangerous phase. That's when someone can die. And then we have the honeymoon phase. And that's the, that's the, that's the feel good. I'm so sorry, honey. I really didn't mean those things. That's the, "Mm, you know, I didn't mean to do that, but had you done all these things, perfectly or the right way Mm. I would have never had to do those things right right that's when I get my roses and I get my cars (laughs) and my diamonds and we and the cycle starts all over again right I remember um the um my sister she used to be my front desk coordinator at my salon and every time the flowers and a bicycle or a painting or all these clothes or tickets you know she would tell me how many bruises did that cause you? Wow. You know, and it, it was just like, oh, but it's okay. He, he was drinking. It was fine. You know, you always, like you said, make those excuses. So, um, emotional abuse is definitely real. Mm -hmm. It is real. So coming up next, we're going to still dive into the different types of abuse. We really dove deep into emotional abuse, but physical abuse and the signs and the red flags coming your way. Living like a boss or beauty boss with Brenda Olivares. Next. I'm the sun. 
and I love to make a hot mess out of your expensive hair color. And I'm Brenda Oliveris of The Beauty Boss Show. Don't let the sun ruin your hair color. Reverse that brassy mess with IGK, Mixed Feelings Purple Toning Drops. Mixed Feelings turns any styling product, shampoo, or conditioner into a purple toner that cools your hot, brassy blonde. Mix the products and the drops together in your hands before applying. Mixed Feelings by IGK at your local salon. If your local salon doesn't currently have Mixed Feelings, let them know that they can order it from RDA Promart of Webster, Pasadena, Pearland, or Lake Jackson. Salons, ask for the Beauty Boss Special. When you purchase 10, you get one free. That's right. I said one free for back bar use. Uh, I'm having mixed feelings. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. Good people of Texas, cast aside the everyday and come as thou art not to the Texas Renaissance Festival. Feast and frolic amongst nobility, barbarians, and magical creatures. Create your own fantasy with clothing, jewelry, and more from hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind shops. The Texas Renaissance Festival. Nine weekends of feasting and merriment starting September 29th. Get your tickets now at texrenfest.com. Huzzah! Back to the Beauty Boss Show with Brenda Oliveris, live from the ACU of Texas Studios. Check out Brenda on Instagram at the real Brenda Oliveris. The Beauty Boss Show, exclusively on Vinyl Draft Radio. Welcome back, and you are tuning in to The Beauty Boss Show on Vinyl Draft Radio. This month is all about Domestic Abuse Awareness Month, and some of you may have personal loved ones, or even you yourself have suffered from domestic abuse, and I have a very special guest here with me, Miss Sybil. It, who is with Bay Area Turning Point right here in the Bay Area here in Texas. And I mean, I'm just totally blown away by everything that you guys have to offer. But today, having your presence here and giving a lot of content and information, um, because there might be some people that are out there tuning in and questioning, you know, am I in this situation? How do I know? If I'm really being abused, they may have, you know, are afraid to talk to family members or friends um, because they don't want to be judged. You know, some people look at it, you know, if they're not in that situation, um, your loved ones don't understand it. Right. So, you know, they would look at you like, just pack up and leave. Why are you still there? What's the matter with you, girl? Like, you know, but there's a lot more to it. It's not that simple and it's not that easy. But having a safe haven a safe place to go and people like you and others that are there um that is home to them because they need to have that sense of security because they lost it along the way in the first segment we talked about how there is more than one type of abuse it's Mm -hmm. not just about black eyes and uh, bloody noses and so on um it, there's a lot more to abuse, and there are several different types of abuse. And men are abused as well. 
there are women out there that abuse men and take control and take advantage. And this stuff is real and it's not going away, unfortunately. Right. But it does take people like Bay Area, people at Bay Area Turning Point and facilities like that and people like you um, and even I myself to be a voice for others. The violence is not going to stop unless we give a voice for them. Right. Right. So that's what we're here to do today. So we talked about emotional abuse and we kind of led into physical abuse, which we all know about physical abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, The the story you shared about the young man that that came to your facility. um, How mind breaking. I mean, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, who is this woman? I mean, how and why? I mean, and like you said, the stigma of the fact of a man being a man, how how he couldn't stand up and defend himself. But when they're so much in control, you lose control. You lose your identity, your self, your self-worth. You lose everything when you're in these situations. But now, not just physical abuse, which physical abuse can get pretty hot and heavy. Right. It's not, I mean... It's not just a, you know, a black eye. It can be much worse. Right. Would you agree? Right. So, I mean, in your in in the years that you've worked with Bay Area Turning Point, how bad has physical abuse gotten? So we've seen the gamut of things. You know, I'll never forget the one of the first clients that I saw that was physically abused that came into our facility. She actually was pushed out of a moving car. And so there was broken bones, there was torn skin. Um, she was badly in, in bad condition. And literally the staff had to help with helping her take care of her daily um, hygiene and things like that because she was so broken and bruised and and um, physically could not take care of herself. Um, was pushed out of a moving car and so you know they oftentimes people are trying to survive their situations and doing what they can to survive mm-hmm. and you said you know that he he didn't have means to fight back and if he did he chose not to fight back mm-hmm. and oftentimes that's what victims do they do what they can to survive the situation mm-hmm. um fighting back isn't necessarily the answer right um to domestic violence mm-hmm. and i think oftentimes we um want to hear why do they stay why do they stay mm-hmm. in that situation mm-hmm. and i've heard people say oh she must like it she must like getting beat she must like being in that circumstance and it's mm-hmm. not just that black and white it's not that easy um to decide oh just pack your things mm-hmm. and i try to correlate it with those of us who had to make a decision to leave for the hurricane how difficult was that for a lot of us? Mm. A lot of us decided, I'm not leaving my stuff. I'm not leaving my home. I think I can ride this out. Mm-hmm. Mm, it probably won't get too bad, right? And those are the things that you decide based on your resources available to you, based on your experiences, and based on what you know. And so you make a decision on to stay or to leave. Mm. And even when we do leave, there's a whole lot that goes into that decision oh, yeah. as to when and how and all of those things. And do I have the means, e- economic abuse, financial abuse? Mm-hmm. You know, if I have no funds to get where I need to go, how do I leave? Right. Right. I'm used to being in a situation where my allowance is $25 a week. Right. Mm-hmm. And portions of that has to be used on the household 
or I'm given $25 to buy groceries for the week and I better make it work. Yeah. Or there's consequences for not, um, not knowing that you have access to funds, not having access to funds, um, not knowing that in the state of Texas, half of what's there is yours, Mm -hmm. right? In a marriage. And so not knowing that and being told that, you know, that's not your money. That's my money. I go to work. You don't. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. not your money. Mm -hmm. And so not knowing some of those things and living in circumstances where you are doing exactly what you need to do to survive the situation. Wow. Wow. Now going into which you kind of touched on Mm -hmm. with talking about that, the financial abuse. And a lot of us don't realize that, Mm -hmm. that there is abuse that comes to the economic side. Mm -hmm. Can we dive into that and what it consists of and what are the red flags for that? So red flags of, you know, I'm trying to go get a job, but there's everything in the world that you're doing to keep me from finding that job. You know, no, I need to use the car to, you know, go, go get this job and refusing me the opportunity to get the keys to go do that. Or I do find that job and every day you're showing up causing havoc or you're calling and causing havoc on the job. And how do I maintain a job when I have those things going on in the workplace? Mm -hmm. And then the simple distraction. Mm -hmm. I'm living in crisis. I'm chaotic in my mind. I'm going through trauma. How do I focus on work? Mm-hmm. How do I go and be 100% on the job when I've got so much going, ho- going on in my home? And so looking at those, those sound very small to some people and, yeah. and very minimal, but those are big impacts to the workplace and to someone being able to f- professionally maintain a career mm-hmm. when someone else is um, sabotaging those, those opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that's the one that a lot of people don't realize. I, you know, I'm a hairdresser. So I hear a lot of stories. Um, And, you know, a lot of these things, as I was doing research on it, you know, I'm hearing these stories sitting in my chair and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is so-and-so or this is so-and-so. And and especially, you know, in our industry, if you don't have the right partner that understands because – you know, you're working with a public eye, you know, you're, you're, you have men sit in your chair, <clears throat> you have women that sit in your chair. But if, if that partner is not the right partner, he, you know, they're going to look at it, whether it's a he or she, they're going to look at it like, oh, when is that person coming in to get a haircut? I'm going to make sure I'm there or just shows up when you're cutting, um, you know, doing a men's haircut, right. you know, the jealousy, all of that, and, and prevents you from getting your work done, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and also wanting to build your career in anything you do, whether it be in the beauty industry or not, no matter what career you have, when they're constantly very needy, um, like you said, sabotaging what, what you're trying to do to benefit yourself and help grow yourself that person is just constantly distracting everything you're doing because everything is all about them not about you right yeah so um spiritual abuse so you know spiritual for a lot of people keeps us connected right Mm -hmm. and so you know we have spiritual rituals that we 
um, practice, going to church every Sunday and staying connected to your faith and having your belief. And so oftentimes we misconstrue Mm -hmm. spiritually um, the things that we're obligated to do in a household. Mm-hmm. For example, those of us who are Southerners, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we believe in the Bible Belt, you know, the man is the head of the household. And what does that truly mean mm-hmm. in homes? Mm-hmm. Does that mean he gets to be the king of his castle and um, have the power and control over everything? Mm-hmm. What does that really look like? Or that, you know, a woman is to obey her husband. Mm -hmm. What does that truly look like? Does it mean that he has the power and control Mm. to um, use that spirituality? And so um, we had an incident in Houston where um, a woman who did leave her situation and her pastor called her and said, hey, you know, Johnny wants to talk. You know, let's meet and let's talk about what's going on. And. She agreed, of course, because most people don't tell the pastor no, right? Yeah. Um, and so she decided to meet, and they, she arrived at the location. The pastor was not quite there yet, but the husband was there. Unfortunately for her, she never got to speak with that pastor because her husband beat her with a baseball bat to death. Oh, my gosh. And so there is, you know, some influence in spiritual and cultural things that we're used to doing and we think we're supposed to do, and it relates to relationships. And so using that power and control spiritually um, to have power and control over that person. Wow. Wow. I'm blown away by that because it's like, that's very manipulative mm-hmm. because you're, it's almost like you're using God. You know, that's your pastor, mm-hmm. you know, and what a safer place to be Absolutely. than to show up, you know, at your place of worship to meet and think, oh, maybe finally mm-hmm. he got a little Jesus in him and he's ready to change. I mean, And in this case, maybe pastor saw something in him that I did not realize. Mm. And so maybe there is opportunity to change and to grow. And so who am I to not decide to trust what's what's happening in this process? And so there's power and control. And so, you know, um, going through counseling, it has to be an individual thing when you're in a relationship that is abusive. Mm -hmm. You first have to work on you and your partner has to be willing to work on themselves. Um, there is a small percentage of men who are willing to change. And I am saying men because 85% of battering is male to female. And so of course that's what's reported. And so for, um, behaviors to change, the person who's has the behavior has to decide I'm ready. I'm willing to change and has to recognize that something needs to change. And so, you know, you said in the beginning how you had hope for change. And oftentimes as women, you know, we're we're a strong creature and Mm -hmm. we believe we can change all kinds of things. And that includes (laughs) other people. Right. Yes. And so hope for change and thinking that if I do just right or I do this certain thing or if I act this certain way, then he will change. Not not realizing that Mm -hmm. he has to decide to change. That is a behavior that he has to decide to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, getting to that point, you know, do you often see um, that men do get, because, you know, like you said, 85%, 
that they do get to that point, or is there a slim chance? There's a small percentage, small. and I believe it's 3%. Wow. And I almost said 3%. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just, you know, in my mind, I, you know, because I, most of them I can see are probably also very prideful, maybe, you know. Um, who knows? But there are tons of red flags. There are red flags in the beginning that we sometimes ignore. Ignore, definitely, definitely. So the last one that we're going to dive into after it's commercial break will be the sexual abuse. What red flags are for sexual abuse, especially when you're in a relationship? You don't stop to think, how can sexual abuse happen Mm -hmm. when we're in a relationship? Listen to previous episodes of The Beauty Boss. Check out our audio and video archives and listen or watch anytime at finaldraftradio.com. I'm the sun, and I love to make a hot mess out of your expensive hair color. And I'm Brenda Oliveris of The Beauty Boss Show. Don't let the sun ruin your hair color. Reverse that brassy mess with IGK, Mixed Feelings Purple Toning Drops. Mixed Feelings turns any styling product, shampoo, or conditioner into a purple toner that cools your hot, brassy blonde. Mix the products and the drops together in your hands before applying. Mixed Feelings by IGK at your local salon. If your local salon doesn't currently have Mixed Feelings, let them know that they can order it from RDA Promart of Webster, Pasadena, Pearland, or Lake Jackson. Salons, ask for the Beauty Boss Special. When you purchase 10, you get one free. That's right. I said one free for back bar use. Uh, I'm having mixed feelings. My lady, today I banish boredom. You're king of the Texas Renaissance Festival. Do whatever you like. Then I'd like to decree a different theme every weekend. With characters and costumes? Decreed. And what about frivolity for families during the day? And more frivolity in the campground at night? (laughs) Decreed. Decreed indeed. The Texas Renaissance Festival, nine themed weekends starting September 29th. Tickets at texrenfest.com. Decreed. Join the Beauty Boss anytime on Facebook. Search Final Draft Radio. Final D-R-A-U-G-H-T Radio. Back to the Beauty Boss. Welcome back to the Beauty Boss Show. You are tuning in to Vinyl Draft Radio. Today, it is all about Domestic Abuse Awareness Month. And my special guest, Sybil, from Bay Area Turning Point. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Such great information that we are getting. I mean, only two segments in, and I'm just, I'm in awe. I'm just in awe because not only because... Obviously, my anxiety and depression came from somewhere, um, and and I've had to battle um, abuse as well, and not just myself, but my kids, mm-hmm. you know, because of having to see that. Um, but so many stories that you don't realize that abuse is real, and it comes in all shapes, forms, sizes, you know, ev- everything that we don't stop to think. Right. We don't we don't look at the red flags because there's actually a lot more than just bloody noses and scraped knees mm-hmm. and so on. Um, we've talked in the previous segments about emotional abuse, um, about physical abuse, financial abuse, um, and lastly, spiritual abuse. I mean, the story of a woman that, you know, gets a phone call from her pastor. Ready, I mean, she was going there with intent that 
he, you know, Jesus took a hold of him and, you know, God's going to do some work, you know, because she, she, that's what she believed. And, and that's what most of us believe that, you know, um, we can change them. Mm-hmm. And as long as we're going to church and we're, we're praying and all that and not saying that that's not wrong, because that's exactly what a wife or a husband, if it's vice versa in the situation, that's what we should do. Right. You know, and and she had that belief and thought that that's what she was going. Her intentions were well to show up to meet her pastor and and had high hopes that her husband was going to change. And little did she know that he was there to do harm to her. Right. Um, a place that she felt safe. What a better place to feel safe than to go and meet your pastor. And instead, her husband was there to do harm. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that right there is, is mind-breaking because I – I would never, ever, you know, and I'm sure you encounter stories all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. I, I would have to, um, I would have to say, I would have to take counseling <clears throat> to deal with that. Cause it's like, what do you say? How, how do you comfort them? You know? And, and the last one that we're going to talk about is sexual abuse. And I know that that's gotta be a tough one. So I think oftentimes um, we see um, clients who come in who don't even realize that they can be raped in a marriage, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. When you're as one in a marriage, mm-hmm. then oftentimes you believe that that is your responsibility as the mate to satisfy and please your partner. Mm-hmm. And so um, oftentimes women don't realize that no means no, regardless of what type of relationship that you're in. That's right. No means no. Mm-hmm. And so statistics on sexual assault, if I can share a couple with you. Yes. One do. in five women will be raped in their lifetime. Mm. Right. And so oftentimes we believe that rape is from a stranger. Mm-hmm. Right. This next statistic will show that 93% of children who are victims of sexual assault know their perpetrator. Wow. So it's not necessarily the stranger danger that we've been taught mm-hmm. in the schools or the, the bad guy hiding in the alley that oftentimes people are victimized by the people that they know. Wow. And sometimes living right in their own home. Yes. Wow. And the trust that they've had in these people, like you said, it's people they know. They trusted them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mother always had this, uh, we weren't allowed to spend the night at friends' houses, you know, because there was um, incidents mm-hmm. within the family that it was like, no, you, you, you're you just not allowed. You she know, the, keep you safe. she wants to keep you safe. And I, and we used to always think, gosh, she's so strict. And, you know, why would she do that? And, you know, all the other parents are, you know, allowing them to do so. I mean, she wouldn't even let us go to slumber parties. And then when I had my kids, you know, because um, of an uh, incident, I was very very protective of my kids Mm -hmm. and the same thing and I had boys Mm -hmm. and I would let them know you know boys are abused Mm -hmm. just as much as little girls are Mm -hmm. I cannot put let allow myself to let you stay at someone's house because of the fact that if something was to happen 
that would hurt me to the core. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't, I would feel like I didn't protect you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but unfortunately, like you said, the majority of the time, it's someone that they know. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's right under their own roof. Right. And, and not even know it. Sometimes it's your own husband. Right. And not even know it. Right. And I, I think that um, there were some norms in our culture that some of us grew up knowing and understanding. And one of those is, you know, you obey the authority figure. Mm-hmm. So teachers, you know, you if your teacher says, you know, this is what you do, then that's what you do. And mm-hmm. oftentimes children fall victim to um, people in authority. Mm-hmm. Um, taking advantage of them. Yeah. And we see it in the news all the time. Oh, yeah. And more women (laughs) as teachers as well. I mean, I I had two boys in high school, and it was like, let me find out that this is happening. (laughs) I I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Right. I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, But it's not just men anymore. It's not just men. It's not just men. It's women as well. Right. Um, and so making sure that, that we know we know the signs and we see the signs. How, um, how do women um, recover? Because sexual abuse can kind of go along with emotional abuse, except there's a lot more physical harm. To me, there's a lot more physical harm that takes place there. How's the recovery to that? You know, we think about being sexually assaulted or being taken advantage of. It's your body, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I've compared it to, and this may not be a fair comparison, but I've compared it to, you know, if someone breaks into your car, mm-hmm. right? You feel violated. How dare someone to break in my car or your home, you know? And then there are times where you might feel I'm not safe in that place anymore. And so you can change that home or that car or get rid of it, mm-hmm. not your body. Yeah. Right. When somebody violates your body, how do you move past that? This is my body. And now I don't I, I don't like it so much anymore because I've been violated. How do I move past this? How do I have the courage to stand and and hold my head up right. and to know that it wasn't my fault as to why this happened? And so that's where the healing and the recovery, having someone walking beside you, mm. someone that's willing to listen to your story without judgment. Without um, condemnation, without having the the wrong questions Mm -hmm. and the wrong answers to give. And so therapists, you know, can assist you in in moving forward in that process. And we have therapists at Barry Turning Point that work with both adults and children. Oh, wow. You know, how special it is for a child to be able to go in and talk to, we call her Miss Stephanie, Mm -hmm. who works for Barry Turning Point. People to go and tell Miss, Miss Stephanie, this is how I feel today. And this is why I feel this way. And Miss Stephan- Stephanie be there to listen and to give um, encouragement. Yeah. You know, I call the therapists and the caseworkers of Bay Area Turning Point champions. Yeah. They're in their corner to help them move forward. Right. Champions to run the race with them, to yeah. help them get to the finish line. So it takes time. Yeah. It's time. Time to heal and time to recover. And now speaking on that. Let's talk about, we talked about all the different types of abuse, but now we want to hear about the hope. What, how Bay Area Turning Point is actually a turning point for women, men, and children. Absolutely. And so, you know, when we talk about success of a client, you asked me, you know, to share some successes of a client. Well, the first success is having the courage Mm. 
to pick up the phone yes and call our hotline mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. calling a stranger and saying this is what happened to me and i need your help mm-hmm. that takes a lot of courage and so that's to me success that's grand that i have the courage today to whatever that's going on in my home to be able to call and ask for help um, and seek guidance. And so Barry Turning Point has a 24-hour crisis hotline where that's our initial forefront to most people coming in to receive services at our agency. And so our 24-hour crisis hotline, we have a live person who answers the phone. They're not listening to a recording. There's a live body who's going to answer the phone and listen to the person on the other end. And give them options of how they can move forward. And I think that's important that people know that they have options and they have rights and that they can move forward. And that's where the hope starts. That's that, you know, first planting of that seed and hopes that, you know, it will grow and bloom and blossom. And so then coming into our program, you know, there's opportunities to come into our services and meeting with the advocate and talking about this is what happened to me and, you know, how do I move forward with the criminal justice process? What is it that you guys can do to help me move forward? And so having a legal advocate that walks hand in hand to help you file those charges or assist you with the paperwork that it takes to get crime victims compensation or protective orders or actually going to court and having to face your abuser. We have advocates who are willing to help you through that process. Wow. There's a lot that comes along with the process, but Bay Area Turning Point is right there with you 100% of the way. Coming up, you'll hear success stories and you'll hear how you can get involved in the community right here in the Bay Area. Listen to previous episodes of The Beauty Boss. Check out our audio and video archives and listen or watch anytime at finaldraftradio.com. I'm the sun and I love to make a hot mess out of your expensive hair color. And I'm Brenda Olivares of The Beauty Boss Show. Don't let the sun ruin your hair color. Reverse that brassy mess with IGK Mixed Feelings Purple Toning Drops. Mixed Feelings turns any styling product, shampoo, or conditioner into a purple toner that cools your hot, brassy blonde. Mix the products and the drops together in your hands before applying. Mixed Feelings by IGK at your local salon. If your local salon doesn't currently have Mixed Feelings, let them know that they can order it from RDA Promart of Webster, Pasadena, Pearland, or Lake Jackson. Salons, ask for the Beauty Boss Special. When you purchase 10, you get one free. That's right. I said one free for back bar use. Uh, I'm having mixed feelings. We the people have a right to superior cocktails and Preamble Lounge and Craft House would like to welcome you to a new cocktail revolution. Our Speakeasy-inspired lounge offers signature craft cocktails in an intimate setting. With a wide selection of high-end spirits, infusions, barrel-aged beverages and cocktails, there is something for every budget. Preamble is located at 20801 Gulf Freeway in Webster and open Monday through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Preamble Lounge and Craft House, a new cocktail revolution. Lamont Brands is a veteran-owned business serving the Houston Clear Lake area and beyond. Their in-house capabilities include screen printing, embroidery, rhinestones, heat press transfers and thermal flex design, as well as e-commerce solutions and on-site fulfillment. If you're looking to brand your business through custom apparel and or promotional products, Lamont Brands should be your first and only call. Lamont Brands is located at 920 Gemini in Houston. Give them a call at 281-286-7553 or visit them online at lamontbrands.com. 
Join the Beauty Boss anytime on Facebook. Search Final Draft Radio. Final D-R-A-U-G-H-T Radio. Back to the Beauty Boss. Welcome back to the Beauty Boss Show. I hope you are enjoying today's segment. I know that it's been an emotional one and a lot of information. My throat's getting scratchy because of, you know, hearing these stories, it's like making me choke up. Um, Especially the one with the lady, you know, going to her, getting a phone call from a pastor. I mean, that just really blew my mind. I'm thinking, you know, like yesterday going to church and never in in my mind would I ever think that my perpetrator would be there waiting for Mm -hmm. me, you know. Um, But it's real. Mm -hmm. Domestic abuse is real. And in order for us to stop the violence is to be a voice. Bay Area Turning Point is a voice. Y'all are that voice. You're the advocate. You're a safe haven. Everything that y'all have to offer um, is a, it's simply amazing. It's simply amazing. But it's not just women. It's not just children. But it's also men as well. You have how many in the facility right now? So we house up to 72 individuals daily in our shelter facility. Mm-hmm. And most people know us by the shelter it's the other wraparound services that oftentimes people don't know that we have Mm -hmm. that helps with the healing and recovery process so Mm -hmm. certainly safety is is a priority when you're in an abusive relationship getting out and having a safe place to go so having bay area turning point in the greater bay area um since 1991 was a priority for this Mm -hmm. this area to have uh, a safe refuge and so we house up to 72 individuals and on site we have food services program where we serve three meals and three snacks a day wow I'd love to have somebody write me that check for all those meals and <laughs> how much that takes to feed 72 people three meals and three snacks every day. Every day. And so the community has been in great support for Bay Area Turning Point, donating contributions, all of that is what it takes for Bay Area Turning Point, community mm-hmm. involvement, yeah. um, volunteers is what Bay Area Turning Point thrives on and it's what we need is essential to our programs because our staff can't do it alone. That's right. We also have a child care program which you know you said you have boys and mm-hmm. at some point you had to pay that hefty child care bill oh every gosh, month yes. so that yes. you could go to work earn your paycheck right and then the kids would be in a safe place until you return yep. and so we offer that to our clients who are in our shelter facility that they can go off to work achieve their goals go to school whatever it is that they're working on mm-hmm. and their children in a safe place and that's at no charge to them Wow. Right. And so having that available to the clients when we talk about being successful, Mm -hmm. well, there have to be resources in place, avenues in place in order for people to take that journey to make to cross those milestones. And so that's our shelter facility where we're housing 72 individuals. That's men, women and children who come there for a safe refuge and opportunity to heal, recoup and um, become self-reliant. Wow. Wow. So how can the community get involved? Well, there are. Because there's lots of areas. You just finished, you know, giving giving some already. Right. Um, how do they get involved? So, again, Barry Turning Point was founded by volunteers in the community. So we certainly count on volunteers in the community. Mm-hmm. Visit our website for opportunities, www.bayareaturningpoint.com. Org, and there are opportunities there that um, 
probably can meet anyone's desire to give mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, $45. Helps uh, an adult and two children to reside one night in shelter. Forty-five dollars. That mm-hmm. means you know maybe I can give up lunch, yeah. my expensive lunch this week, and take my lunch yeah. and contribute forty-five dollars for that night of safe harbor for a family mm-hmm. um, to be in shelter. There are other opportunities, of course, um, being involved on our board of directors, being a part of the governance and financial. Um, components that help lead Bay Area Turning Point, help us with strategic planning. We're looking for, you know, corporations who want to sponsor sponsor the, the agency as a whole or sponsor a um, opportunity for a client or sponsor a bedroom. Um, so we're looking for people who are willing to do that as well. Mm-hmm. And so there are opportunities if you have a specialized skill or talent. Mm-hmm. We invite you to come and um, talk about how you can share that with our clients, um, how you can teach maybe a skill. We have a career caseworker who is looking for opportunities to help promote our clients in the workplace. And so Mm -hmm. if you are willing to be a partner with us, that maybe our client can come in and work at your corporation and gain some skills and knowledge. You know, we have a career caseworker that's wanting to do that as partnership in our in our area and in our community. Wow. So lots of opportunity here. Yes. Lots of opportunity. And um, that that whole saying of it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes all of the greater Bay Area. Um, y'all are located right here in the greater Bay Area. So it takes all of us. So, you know, if you were tuning in to today's show, um, be a boss, okay? You know, being a boss is being that leader, stepping up. Beauty comes in all shapes, forms, sizes, colors, everything. Right. The whole true meaning of beauty comes from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So whether, you know, you're tuning in and you work for a, a company or you have your own business and today's show touched, touched your heart and you want to be that voice for someone whether it be someone who is in the facility or someone that you don't know that might be thinking about calling the facility and wanting to go there. They just haven't made that first step yet. It's going to take that $45. It can take, you know, thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Whatever that your heart desires, that your heart, something is speaking to you right now, I encourage you, encourage you, encourage you, Pick up the phone and and call. Look up their website, bayareaturningpoint.org. It's, I mean, easy to follow. We are in the month of Domestic Awareness Abuse Month. I always say that backwards. That's all right. <laughs> but, um, you know, as I'm wearing purple today. Purple is the color for her, the month. Her lips are even purple. And my lips are even purple. <laughs> yes. I mean, I went all out. It is purple. It, it I mean, spread the love. Um Share the love, wear your purple, go on the Beauty Boss page and hashtag the Beauty Boss Show, hashtag Vinyl Draft Radio, and hashtag giving back, Bay Area Turning Point. It, it's all about what you guys are doing, you know, and it's going to take all of us to continue for this and to keep going. It's been going since 91 and right. it ain't going anywhere. Right. It's going to continue to grow, no doubt in my mind. 
Um, as long as we have supporters like you, Brenda, who yeah. have the courage to be a voice for the voiceless, yeah. then yes, Barry Turning Point is here and yes. we're here to help. Absolutely. And if you're a person who's listening and you need help, please call our 24-hour crisis hotline, 281-286-2525. Give that number one more time. 281-286-2525. Sybil, I can't thank you enough for, you know, being a part of the show today, um, sharing the stories, sharing the statistics, and you know, giving the information, the content that you came with today was definitely the perfect weapon to set everyone up on what to look for, how to be aware. Um, you know, without that information, we can't be the voice. Because we don't know what we're looking for. Right. It could be happening in our own families and we don't even know. And the information you gave, we greatly appreciate it. So those of you that are tuning in to the Beauty Boss Show today, I greatly, greatly thank you. Um, again, I can't encourage you enough to be that voice. Stop the violence. Uh, get on their website. Uh, be ready to volunteer. Um, be a boss. Be a beauty boss. We want to bring beauty back to this community. We want to give hope and beauty to many lives in the greater Bay Area. And it's all up to you to do that. So I encourage you to join me in volunteering and donating and getting involved with Bay Area Turning Point. So as y'all know, as a conclusion to today's show, um, this Friday I am getting married. So next week I will be out of the studio. However... You will be greatly missed. Stay tuned on my social media because you'll see lots of fun pictures from my honeymoon. And I can't wait to be back in the chair after I come back as the missus. Get in contact with the beauty boss anytime at BrendaOliveris.com. Check out Brenda on Instagram at The Real Brenda Oliveris, The Beauty Boss Show on Vinyl Draft Radio.